Our second topic, of course, uh, is the fact that no doubt the pop rock band, popular in the 90s and the early aughts, uh, known for hits as Don't Speak and Just a Girl, will be reuniting on stage after nearly 10 years to perform at this year's Coachella Music Festival. Uh, Fans haven't seen the group on stage together since 2015 when the bandmates performed at several music festivals uh, which include uh, the Rock, Rock in Rio uh, in um, in Las Vegas and Riot Fest in Chicago. Uh, so the question is, what other uh, iconic bands that you haven't seen or have broken up and uh, and haven't been together and haven't reunited for, for a very long time? What would you like to see? Sarah, let me start with you. Is there a t- particular band you would like to see reunite? No. I mean, I've been, I've been, sit- I've been sitting here thinking about it and I'm like, nope, so- nope. Nope. I mean, I saw the Stones in 1990 and they were already pretty, you know, getting along in the tooth then. And now it's kind of like, dudes, like seriously, like just just go back to bed. It's getting embarrassing. Sometimes you just want to keep that perfect memory. Right. It's like that. You know, yes, you, you were a big fan when you were younger. And then, oh, you've got this opportunity. They're having a reunion concert and they just don't sound the same. And they I mean, there's there's something really sad about like a lot of 75, 80 year old men with like bad weaves or or hair dye and you know dressed like that it's just you know you kind of want to stop it don't do it I mean I would rather if if I had my way I would have David Bowie come back to life and I would go and see him again yeah or or, and I and I've always loved Chardet she's amazing in concert like these are two concerts that I have seen in the past that that's not reuniting it's whether she would tour again but for the most part I think of all the bands and I'm like it's like remember the who got back together like 500 times and toured yes yeah, just stop stop it yeah. stop it go away yes. go have a nap don't do it i'm old too but you know like nobody wants to see me do a reunion tour of <laughs> global morning news right like nobody wants me back doing traffic i can promise you that Jerry, what about you? I think that I, I'm totally, I'm in agreement. I'm in accordance with Sarah here because I was just, I keep thinking of Tiny McJagger and he's what, yeah. 800 years old in his New Balance sneakers. Like, hot, like he's, and I, he's and I doing think he's it. great, but, but it's just like, I, it's like, I don't need to see that. Just stop. Like, this, just stop. You, got, you have Brian enough. Watts died. Like the drummer died of old age complications. Like he's, it's not even is, a bonzo way to go. Like it's fully, no. he died of old natural causes. Like yeah. you're done. It's done. I yeah. agree. I was trying to even look for bands that had broken up that haven't yet gotten, gotten back together for hype no. and capitalism yeah. reasons. I was like, maybe new order. Nope. They've done it. They're doing yeah. albums. They're touring yeah. right now. Yeah. Like LCD sound system. They're touring right now. Yeah. They're making new tunes. I, so I don't know. I, my, I'm going to date myself now and I don't know if anyone, uh, who might be listening would relate to this in any way, shape, or form. But when I was a teenager, I really liked My Chemical Romance, and then they broke up when oh, I yeah. was a later I adult. Them. Okay, perfect, yeah, yeah. good. And uh, yeah, they broke up, and then I—that was devastating. It was like the worst day of my life. And then I—they uh, got back together a few years ago, and they've been touring and stuff. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I got mine already, but I would totally see no doubt. It's weird, even just do, like the New Year's specials, and they had Green Day on, and of course they changed the one of the lines from the song American Idiot to like the MAGA crowd instead. And so the, Ma- the MAGA people in the States were all upset. But watching them, it was so weird because, I mean, in my head, I can't believe that song is 20 years old. Uh-huh. And then seeing them played, I was like, oh, my God, they're not that much younger than me. What happened? Which just, you know, is why, like, nobody would want me to go back to global and start pointing at stuff on a screen because it'd be like, it, it, it makes you feel old when you realize that the people that you thought were young are now old, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It, yeah. it kind of drags you along that because you have that 
recollection of what they used to be. And then you get there and it's kind of like, yeah, it's not quite what I wanted to remember. <laughs> and Billy then Joe Armstrong is not boyish oh, anymore. Yeah. Although I, I yeah. will say some of them are still really good performers. Like I went to Rod Stewart, a friend of mine uh, invited me and he put a fa- he put on a fabulous show, a lots of fun. But the opening right. was Cheap Trick, and that's a band oh, where I just you know you probably should have hung it up a while back. Yeah, you know? especially when you yeah. had such a good reputation as being an amazing live band, and I've yeah. heard nothing but bad things as uh, as they have continued against advisement, I guess, I to know. tour. But Rod Stewart did a fabulous job, so it just depends, I guess. But totally, but Kiss was t- awesome. You but know? he doesn't tour probably like the uh, Rolling Stones, who are literally touring they don't every get couple Vegas years. residencies, right? Like. I mean, that's the thing is they go to Vegas, they get a residency. They don't have to drag their butts all over the country and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. They just park themselves in Vegas for 13 weeks and rake in the cash. That's a dream. That's actually dignified. Do it that way. That's dignified. That's like, (laughs) that's the... Is there anything dignified about Vegas? (laughs) Certainly not when I'm there. It just sounds nice when they say residency. Residency. It's like like an old age home for performers. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Here's your applesauce. Give Mick Jagger his applesauce. Here's <laughs> your applesauce. All right. We're out of time. Sarah, thank you. Jerry, You're thank, well, you. Thank, thank you. you as well. Have a good one. Uh, Goodbye now. It's over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is The Wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's this week, we ask, is it time to bring down the hammer and make snow tires mandatory in Metro Vancouver and no doubt reunites to perform in Coachella after 10 years? What group does our rap panel want to see reunite? Joining us today is our regular rap panel. Sarah Daniels, of course, is a real estate agent in South Surrey, author and broadcaster. Leah Halive is under the weather. So we are joined by show contributor Jerry Mir Judson. Sarah, Jerry, welcome. Bongiorno. Oh, that was spicy. Buongiorno. I like Buongiorno. it. I'm working it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, this storm that hit our city. Uh, almost uh, 20 centimeters of snow uh, in uh, Vancouver. And I think the uh, Fraser Valley got hit with about 35, 39 centimeters in the worst spots. But as they say in Calgary, that's called Thursday, right? <laughs> that's uh, called Thursday. But uh, lots of accidents everywhere. And of course, we're told to stay home. The region shuts down. Parents are impacted. Students are impacted. Teachers are impacted. Uh, what do we do with it? Deal with all do with all this? Well, we argue about government trying to having to clean the roads, more people out there giving people warnings. But everybody goes back to the same thing. We wouldn't see so much of this if it wasn't for snow tires. So, Sarah, let me start with you first and foremost. Okay. Is it time we just make it a rule? If you don't have snow tires, you can get fined a significant fine, more than let's say hitting an overpass or something. But like. A, a, <laughs> A much well, higher fine. Well, since that's like a buck, a buck, about a buck ninety-five. A buck ninety-five. Well, it's yeah. up to $500 for hitting an overpass. So let's make it yeah, $1,000 for not having snow tires. What do you think of that? Is it time we make it mandatory? No. And I'm a former traffic reporter, and I'm going to tell you why. Hmm. First of all, it's expensive enough to drive it as it is. Asking people to pay for a separate set of tires is going to be problematic. Second of all, you need snow tires when it drops below about 70, 7 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, rather Celsius, 45 degrees Fahrenheit. In BC and lower in the lower mainland, I mean, like, look at December. Half of December it was like eight, nine degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the snow tires are not performing as well and may not be necessary. Summer tires you definitely shouldn't have all season. The ones with the snowflake or the the designation on the side, that's fine. But you know what? The thing we need the most when driving, common sense. 
when there's a hill and you see cars sliding down in front of you, don't think that you're so clever that you're going to do the same thing. This is this is the mind-boggling thing about lower mainland drivers. I mean, I've got all-season tires and all-wheel drive on my vehicle. I I just drive when I when it's necessary. I you know I wait for the roads to clear out a little bit. I you know I you drive slower, use caution going around corners, mm-hmm. stay away from hills. It's not rocket science, but for about fifty percent of the population, maybe it is. Yeah, and I I would I do the same thing. And on Tuesday night, uh, uh, worried about other drivers, I just got a hotel downtown. That's what I did. Yeah, just to stay away from it. Also, you're absolutely right. Now, Jerry, you have a different perspective. You're from Calgary. Uh, what do you think of this? Uh, do you think tires should be mandatory? I'm such a stick in the mud. Yes, I'm also as a former traffic reporter. But this is coming from I grew up in the I grew up in the prairies, and I learned to drive in yeah. the prairies. And everybody and their mom and their dog has winter tires. And I think that I I just I don't know. I like I like I want. They are mandatory, actually, I, well, in British course, Columbia. But, you, but it's enforcement, right? It's, yeah, it's it's the, I mean, yeah. But yeah, the actual thing, it's and it's, it's they're not even, and I looked this up just now on my phone before the before the segment started, is that, yeah, it's just in uh, British Columbia and Quebec. So there's like a massive amount of snow difference and a massive amount of temperature difference. Um, but the uptake here is just not necessarily where it needs to be. Are, is win- are winter tires the whole of good winter driving? Under no circumstances. You still do have to pilot your vehicle differently. You have to leave a bunch of room between you and the guy in front of you mm-hmm. you have to take a hill if you feel your tires are not grabbing the answer is not slam on the accelerator the answer is not that at all so i don't know it maybe maybe it's, it makes it, up for it, a I skill difference i think it's common sense because how many people do we know and i want to preface that by saying how many idiots do we know that have like four-wheel drive vehicles and oh well it's four-wheel drive i'm fine and off they go oh they're not now, fine I mean, yeah and they're not fine. And the funny thing is, I lived in Toronto for a while. Mm-hmm. I know lots of people in Toronto that don't, don't use snow tires or don't, and they've got the four season tires. Mm-hmm. But in Toronto, all the streets are plowed all the time. So that's the thing. It's like, you know, my street got plowed the day after the snowfall mm-hmm. and was, and it was quite easy to navigate and everything was fine. And I live on a, a quiet residential street, so that was fine. But I mean, in, in some areas of, of, you know, of the, of Canada, you've got places that are just used to this kind of snowfall roads get plowed. Things are different, but I think British Columbians in the South coast are just completely moronic when, when it snows. I mean, I, I, I remember in the seventies, that far ago when I was going to private school, one centimeter of snow Mm -hmm. and it was, everybody got sent home because the buses couldn't run. Nobody knew how to drive even then. Right. And I mean, weather is, weather has changed a lot in the last 45 years and you know, we're still not any better at at it because we're just not used to it. No, So it's common sense to me. Yeah. We were talking about this yesterday. I mean, I still remember in elementary school, if it was minus 30, you got booted out of the house and you walked to school, you're going to school. I think it was minus 35. The schools were shut down in Williams, like 35 or 36 growing up in the interior. Uh, And now of course, it's just like a a bit of snow and, and the whole system shuts down. And that's, there's something fundamentally wrong for a city to just shut down over something that small. Like I feel embarrassed. (laughs) Well, I mean, and that's the thing is that like, we just, I mean, that people complain about there's not enough snow plows, et cetera, et cetera. But then, you know, then it goes to city budgets. We get a couple of snowfalls a year. Like, are we going to be spending like $20 million on snow plows every city? Probably not. Right. So the the answer is just don't be a jackass and stay at home if you're not used to driving in snow. Yeah. Montreal Montreal spends over a hundred million in snow removal. We spend about 10 for the region. Exactly. 